some people have personalities that can make them seem larger than life. And sometimes they really are. We've all heard people politely say that someone has a big personality when they really mean grating or obnoxious. And whether you love it or hate it, there's no denying that some big personalities get a little extra attention. People with big personalities tend to thrive in this attention, but that doesn't mean that it's always good. Sometimes it's just a really good way to make the wrong people very angry. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 1974 disappearance of Oscar Zeta Acosta, a lawyer, politician, and writer who you might not know by name, but rather by the character he inspired in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Dr. Gonzo. Oscar Acosta was a different sort of man from early on. He was the first in his family to go to college and spent some time in the Air Force. He worked hard to provide legal aid to the impoverished. He studied and worked night and day doing anything to meet his goals. And he once ran for sheriff, received over 100,000 votes, then was put in jail for two days and promised to basically dismantle the police department. He was known for getting into bar fights, and everything about his style was loud and proud. He also had an amphetamine addiction and really loved LSD. A lot of people loved him. A lot of people hated him. And I was, as always, shocked that I've never heard of him. There's no denying the fact that Oscar Acosta led a very interesting life, and thanks to his friendship with fellow novelist Hunter S. Thompson, quite a bit of it was highly publicized. These two writers did the most writerly thing possible. They wrote books and told stories about each other and their friendship. And it sounds like they did a lot of drugs and drank a bit while they were at it. So where did everything go wrong? What led this 39-year-old to disappear from the surface of the Earth? Well, that really depends on who you ask. I've asked you all this before, but what do you think people would say if you suddenly disappeared today? Would they point the finger at someone specific in your life? Would there be a reason that might explain what happened? Would the people around you have information to give the police that might be able to help? And is there any chance that they might kind of blame you for it? I know this is a lot to consider, but these are the questions I ended up asking myself when I found this case. If you ask Oscar Acosta's son, he would tell you that his father probably said the wrong thing to the wrong person, ended up in a fight, and then got killed because of it. And I have to say, I was kind of taken aback by this. I love the honesty, but at the same time, being so matter-of-fact about the disappearance is just kind of a shock to most of us, right? How many of our relatives would say, oh yeah, they probably had it coming? And then I got thinking. Years and years ago, I had a friend like this. 
And I had to keep a straight face while he nonchalantly told a police officer who was called in after a stranger attempted to assault the friend. Well, he did politely offer to slit my throat for me. Straight face, no fear, just matter of fact. And honestly, if I learned that he vanished, I'd probably always wonder if he just said the wrong thing to the wrong person too. But Oscar's family doesn't think that he was murdered by strangers, most likely. They think that they were probably new acquaintances. See, even in the 1970s, you needed to know certain people in order to get drugs. And the whole fascination with amphetamines and LSD thing led him to interact with some questionable people. Of course, there is a pretty good chance that he was also compromised when it happened. On the day that he disappeared, he was boarding a boat in Mexico. At least, that's what he told his son. But this wasn't just any boat. Oscar said that he was going on a boat full of white snow. So, there's a lot to unpack there. If you've ever been to Mexico, you know that it's a pretty warm place, so when I read this bizarre quote, I automatically assumed that he must have been hallucinating. But then I thought about it more, and I realized that it could also be a drug reference itself. I will be honest, I don't know a lot about illegal drugs. I live in Colorado, so I can just walk into a dispensary and purchase a THC-infused lollipop if I want. I gained the legal right to drink and the legal right to smoke weed on the same birthday. I recognize that this isn't the experience that most recreational drug users grew up with, so I do just want to be upfront. But it does seem like drug dealers have a lot of whitish powders, so I wondered if maybe he was getting on a boat full of drugs or something like that. It seems like he interacted with a lot of drug dealers, and his family believes that these people likely killed him, possibly following a disagreement of some kind that just didn't end well. Of course, there isn't only one theory about what happened. There are quite a few. Oscar Acosta had a lot of attention on him, and different people have speculated about what happened throughout the years. One theory from Hunter S. Thompson is that he was killed in a political assassination. And when you look at everything that he was involved in, I don't think that I would be that surprised. He made a lot of enemies in politics, and the police really didn't like him. He was a vocal activist, he was constantly pushing for better rights, and he wasn't afraid to ruffle feathers while he did it. I would say that Oscar Acosta was ahead of its time, but it seems like he might have just been one of the people who paved the way for modern generations. It certainly seems like he was a voice of the people, but with that came quite a bit of controversy. It isn't a secret that he was kind of a pain point for the surrounding government and police department, so it is possible that the attack was politically fueled. Crazier things have happened, and history has proven that these kinds of attacks do happen, whether we want to admit it or not. Of course, there are plenty of other theories regarding what happened that are a little less dramatic. Just a little bit, though. Some people believe that his disappearance was likely linked to drug use, 
Makes sense, right? It is possible that Oscar was doing drugs and he overdosed. And if he was with the kind of people who were more worried about getting caught than getting him help, it's very possible that they might have just done away with him. If he really was getting on a boat, it's very possible that he got dropped off somewhere in the ocean. Another theory regarding this disappearance is the idea that maybe the drugs and the pressure of his life finally got to him and he had some kind of psychotic break. Excessive use of amphetamines and long-term excessive LSD use isn't exactly great for the brain over time, especially if you're not regulating. And sometimes, the very delicate chemicals in your brain get a little weird when they're exposed to certain stressors. Some believe that Oscar might have had some sort of breakdown and simply forgotten who he was or ended up out at sea somewhere. As is the case with so many disappearances, we just have no clue what happened. Maybe he did make someone mad. Maybe his work was too big of a threat and someone had him killed. Maybe he passed his days away in a care facility without a name or wandered off into the wilderness. We might not know what happened, but we do know his story. At least parts of it. And it is certainly something else. So, if you want to discuss drugs of the legal or illegal variety, cult classics, or the risks of speaking out against the wrong kind of people, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. <laughs>